Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post podcast. I'm producer Ross, and joining me this week are every one of the Man of the Post hosts. So that's Colin, Tom, Greg, Adam, and James. Say hello, gentlemen. Hi. Hey. Hey. There we go. Uh, we're going to start with some England-Ukraine talk. I know everyone's probably incredibly bored of it by now, as much as they would have been watching the game. But um, it finished nil-nil. It was job done to an extent. Colin, um, what do you think to that as, a, as our team England guy? I, I think, as you exactly say, job done. Um, I I don't think that anybody really remembers how a team qualifies. I think it's a case of whether you qualify or not. And uh, England are in the driving seat now. Two home games at Wembley. Top of the table. Um, they're unbeaten. Mm. And uh, they've only conceded three goals. We've only, beaten, we've only beaten Moldova and San Marino. It's worrying for a World Cup. So is the imp- what the list of teams that have beaten England? I can give it to you as well. <laughs> Done. Yeah, but uh, playing out nil nil draws in the World Cup wouldn't be great, would it? Didn't... You're not going to have Moldova and San Marino in your group in the World Cup, though, are you? Yeah, no, New Zealand tried that nil nil tactic at the last World Cup, and that got them eliminated. Just saying. I'm starting to get a little bit uh, annoyed with Gary Lineker because I think he's becoming a real thorn in the side for for Roy Hodgson now. Mm. Um, after every game, he's, he's being critical. And and I think Roy made some good points when he, he said that, well, it's not as if Gary has always played in fantastic games. Um, I'm sure he's played in some stinkers as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Premier League football. I think that's your side there, Ross, that everything <laughs> needed to be said. Yeah, I don't watch international football, game. so I can't comment, to be fair. But Oh, it's already been wiped out of my memory. <laughs> game. The real well, action remember... was happening over in Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that more than I watched the England game. Is that a 3-2 win for Luxembourg? Fantastic second attempt at a home win. Not bad, not bad going. The first home win in a qualifier for 41 years. Oh, wow. Set play to them. And Sam Marino scored. scored. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good week for little teams in international football, apart from England. Uh, Premier League football. Man United kicked off the weekend with a 2-0 win at Crystal Palace. Uh, Ian Holloway wasn't very happy with the the red card decision. Um, But he also said that his opinion doesn't count, apparently. He's... Yeah, he, he really right there, you could right. tell he really wanted to say something didn't he but <laughs> he just couldn't he couldn't do it again yeah he's already been bollocked once this season yeah <laughs> what's the what's the point of a touchline ban if you can just talk to your mate on a on a walkie talkie though yeah it makes no sense does it it makes a bit of a joke of it doesn't it yeah yeah you should, they should I, be made to do a Laurie Sanchez and watch on a tiny <laughs> television in a, in a, inside yeah but you should be made to if you want to talk to your players you should have to hide in the washing like Mourinho did <laughs> Uh, did anyone, anyone see the game? Rooney and Van Persie with the goals. 
Yeah, yeah, I watched Ashley it. Ashley Young got booked for diving, which is very pleasing. <laughs> and then Moyes has come out and given him what for about it. Oh, is he? Is also, yeah, yeah in the, on the back of the papers today, giving his players a warning not to dive. Uh, interesting. Um, I've, I didn't see the game, but I've seen the picture on the BBC website. What's on Wayne Rooney's head? It's got this big. It's like a sleeping mask. It's, it's like half fashion. It's like half of Petr Cech's hat. <laughs> <laughs> without the top bit <laughs> you don't have the top bit if you've got if you've spent that much money on a hair transplant you want to show it off it's like a it's like a padded bandana he's cut the top bit out yeah he must have done I'm sure you can't buy them because they're only rugby helmets no it wasn't it was just a it was a bit like um, just a bit of tubing it didn't strap on oh right it was basically just a bandage he's wrapped he's nicked a, in, a, um, in a tube out of a bike and wrapped around his head to protect the the um, cut on his head. Protect his massive gash. Good to see him uh, fit and well, though. Um, Conveniently, just after an England game. Yeah, because he wasn't fit for that game, was he? So um, strange. Well, we'll see yeah. if Daniel Sturridge plays tomorrow night. I, my suggestion would be he will. I I completely agree with him. <laughs> He's got to play because they've got to win one nil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the blueprint for the season for them. Um. Dikachoy was red carded. Was it a was it a red card? Not a red card no. or a penalty. And, and probably not a penalty. It should have been a free kick. <laughs> All right. Um, they looked like there was a man coming round covering. So I thought the red card was a bit harsh. Yeah. It, it, it was a red card for me, but I just think it's a bit of a joke when you get a penalty mm. and you get sent off for denying a goal scoring opportunity. Yeah, you've said before it's a double punishment, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, that's a triple punishment. He's well, not bad. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, so, yeah, it's David Moyes' first win at Old Trafford. Not bad. 13 attempts. It's the might of Christopher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was a, men? There was a lack of ideas. Um, Fellaini made his just, debut, did he? Yeah, he came on and made his debut. Didn't look right in a red shirt. I didn't like it. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't suit red. It's not his colour. He'd be better off and just play him in the away kit. Uh, okay. Well, uh, let's have a look at Arsenal. They beat Sunderland three-one at uh, the Stadium of Light. Uh, Paolo Di Canio had a eventful afternoon. Did he ask the referee to send him off? Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And then complain that he did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't do that again. Whoa. <laughs> He's he's losing the plot week by week. It's, it's unravelling, isn't it? Massive. He had a few things that he could really legitimately complain about this week, though. Um, the uh, disallowed goal for Josie Altador. I don't think he. No, I don't, I disagree because the referee blew the whistle really quickly. Then he did blow early, and, yeah. And um, that's one of those situations where. I, I think the referee's damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't. Sometimes, just he blew up, and if if that had carried on a little bit, just a little bit longer, and gone into the penalty box, mm. he'd have then had to deal with all this for of all. Oh, was it a penalty? It should have been a penalty. Yeah, and it shouldn't have been a penalty. He gave the it was the right decision. Well, that's what Wenger said, wasn't it? He said um, if uh, he had given the advantage and they'd missed, they would want a free kick. Yeah. So yeah, he had to make a decision. He made a decision, and he made. It's not like he he made it quickly as well. So mm. 
I, I see it slightly differently because I, I thought Bakary Sanya was was basically assaulting Artidori. He was trying to wrestle with him. Is he a lunatic? Artidori's massive. Well, well he's, he's, he's in no way, shape or form trying to get the ball off him because oh, no. he's got two hands all over his body. Yeah. So how can that not be a foul? Mm. It was. He got a free it kick. Was. It, it, it was. I don't know what more you want, Colin. <laughs> he got a free kick and he got a yellow card. It was, it was pretty much the rules. <laughs> Alive as you would want. I want a penalty. Or, no! Or to stand. <laughs> you can't just have a penalty. You want it all, Colin, don't you? <laughs> well, the highlight of this game uh, was the fantastic volley goal from Aaron Ramsey. But the... He's on fire at the moment. Yeah, he really is, isn't he? He's looking like the play promised to be before he went to the Britannia. <laughs> you know, that, um, that, that some big international star's going to die today. <laughs> I think he's broken that curse this season because he scored a few. Okay. No, maybe, when it, maybe if he scored two, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't count. It's only if he scores odd amount of goals. <laughs> yeah. But the, the ball from Jenkinson for his first goal, inch perfect. He looked up and he saw Ramsey in his box and played it right to him. Maybe it's changed this season, Ross. Maybe last time. Maybe he's now involved in Operation Nutri. <laughs> so when he scored last time, Rolf Harris went down. So maybe two two people could be screwed to th- this week. <laughs> We're taking bets on who we think. No, that's liable. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, Ramsey's looking a, a, like I said before that game at Stoke. He was developed into a really good player, and it's taken him a long time to get back to that level. Shame he's not going to play anymore. Well, yeah. Although I think Walcott should be the one to miss out. So the, uh, what, I'm playing right wing and then watch him struggle right wing as well? I put Kazola on the right side of a four midfield four. A narrow four. He's injured. So who, when he comes if back. you play four, who's the two who will play up front? Well, five, sorry. Yeah. We should read up top on his own. Now, Wilshire and Ramsey in the middle. Ozil, Kazola and... Another. Why don't you play Kazola on the left then, and play Walcott on the right instead of an other? Because Walcott can't shoot, can't finish after that performance yesterday. Should have had a hat trick. How many goals did he score last season? I don't know. You love this stat. How many did he score last season? <laughs> Loads. <laughs> yeah, but they have a, Arsenal have a growing injury list at the moment. Uh, like Kazola's out for a few weeks. Mm. Um, Giroud went off. If they get, he, yeah, he, he tweet, he's, he's tweeted that he's okay. I was about to say he's tweeted since saying his knee's okay, but as soon as that knee isn't okay, they are fucked. Yeah, that's a player because you can have a, you can have a player you can have a player as good as Erzul making all the chances you want. Yes, but, that player finishing them. Yeah, uh, and Podolski's out as well at the moment with a hamstring oh, uh, for a while Nicholas, as well. Nicholas Bentner. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get the goals. Uh, they've also got Arteta, Chamberlain, uh, Rosicky out at the moment. You can't count Rosicky as being out. He's always out. Yeah. <laughs> you only count Rosicky when he's in. Makes his odd appearances <laughs> two or three times a season. Just like Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Was that Metasaka injured? He's also out at the moment. Yeah, but when he's back, he'll be like signing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sunderland, on the other hand, bottom of the table, one point from four games. <clears throat> it's not going to get any better any sooner, I think. I think they've got West Brom next, which they could maybe get a result at, and then two more tough games after that. We did predict this, didn't we, at the start of the year, that Sunderland would go a bit mental. 
<laughs> we can look back and you can watch out for you all predicted them to do quite well. I think you'll find they were my tip to go down. <laughs> uh, I think if you listen back, you'll find that was Stoke. I, predicted I your... think you'll find it was Stoke slash Sunderland. I predicted Europa League or relegation. <laughs> yeah. So I'm half right at the minute. Um, where should we go next? Tottenham beat New Norwich uh, 2 0. Apparently, looked quite good. Yeah, they, they did. played some really nice football. They did look some no- nice passing football. Norwich, on the other hand, looked an absolute shambles at the back. Defenders just all over the place. I think that's why Tottenham looked so good. <laughs> They've been made to I can't good. see a team gelling that quickly. That um, must... Leroy Fur for Norwich. Every time I saw him, he gave the ball away. Ah uh, no, but that led to the greatest bit of commentary I think I've ever heard from John Watson, where he said there was fur on, on the, the ball. ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, Christian, Eric- Christian Eriksen looked really good on debut yeah it was a nice slip slip ball through to um, Sigurdsson for the first goal wasn't it yeah and oh, he just... almost scored himself with the uh, nice two double drag back mm. you've got to love a little double nutmeg in the penalty box as well <laughs> yeah. and then if um, and then Soldado if he he back heeled that not onto the post that would have been, <laughs> that would have been a lovely goal wouldn't it so but I think I would say that um, Tottenham's first goal was probably the goal of the weekend. Yeah, I thought it was lovely. Mm. I still and say Ramsey's but... new Ramsey, <laughs> yeah. He um, yeah, he came on for seven minutes, didn't he? I'll, I'll be more convinced by Tottenham when they can show that they can do it on the back of a a, a venture in the Europa League, and they're playing someone a bit more better than Norwich. <laughs> Then I'll be convinced. Yeah. It's all well and good knocking it around nicely against Norwich at home. So Sunday, you'll be convinced on Sunday. If Sunday, yeah, they come up with a good Sunday. Well, they've, well, no, they've only got Cardiff. Bombs, they'll put on. They'll put out the reserves. Yeah, then they're playing Cardiff on Sunday. When they have what? to go up to the North Pole. I was or thinking about this, but Macedonia. <laughs> then I'll... It's it's bizarre that in one season they went last season they went from having arguably the best first eleven in the in the um. In the Premier League, but not having the squad. To now, if if you look that Sigurdsson scored two goals, and he's probably not in their best ten midfield players. Mm. The depth they've got, especially in that midfield area, is just ridiculous. Still looks shaky. Uh, weak at the back though. If there's an injury or two, you got to bring Kabul in. I don't think Kabul's the problem. <laughs> I still think, I think Dawson. Yeah, he's not. You can't. You can't fault his passion. Is you know, commitment, but uh, he's a worse John Terry. Circle it? isn't the best. <laughs> yeah, he's not the quickest. I think he might lose him a couple of points. Yeah. And Carl Walker, particularly <laughs> famed for his defending, nor is Danny Rose. And Loris worries me sometimes when he comes running out of the box. Yeah, it only takes a player to knock the ball around him, and it's a penalty, isn't it? Because he's down at their feet pretty quick. But it's looking good. Tottenham and Arsenal top two at the minute. Until Liverpool win one 0 tomorrow night. Uh, Man City drew 0-0 away at Stoke. Anyone see anything happen in this game? Uh, John Walters, Mr. Sitter. Yeah, he? he's, ter- he's not a footballer anymore. I don't <laughs> think. He's just forgotten what to do. He had a bit of a harrowing experience last season. And it just shook. <laughs> it shook his confidence. <laughs> That's seeing Tony Pulis naked, headbutting people. <laughs> um, Everton beat Chelsea 1-0. Who defunct it, eh? Stephen Naismith. Yeah. The haters will love that. 
Everyone fans hate Stephen A. Smith. It was a perfect header back across from Jelovic, though. It was, wasn't it? He wasn't even trying to score. He knew that if he can get it in the right area, it would be a goal. And yeah, um, Naismith finished it off brilliantly. Naismith, Naismith was really good. Um, Ross Barkley looked brilliant again. Mm. But um, shamefully, Gareth Barry was brilliant. Fantastic last-ditch block. Absolutely brilliant. The whole game. He somehow managed to get there at the same time as Eto'o did. How do you do that with that? Pe- Where did that pay come from? Because <laughs> I, I think now he still wouldn't be able to catch Thomas Muller if they were still running now. <laughs> so how has he managed that? I don't know. He was. He looked very aware because he could see that um, Howard was fanning around with the ball. Why is Howard's head on upside down? <laughs> is this a growing trend in the Premier League? It is. Nicholas and Elka. First and Elka, now Tim Howard. <laughs> Sandra had they've it for copied, a while. They've copied Hashim Amla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trendsetter. Moeen Alley. Must be must be a cricket thing that they've uh, they've cottoned on to. <laughs> Sam Eretto had a bit of a nightmare on his um, debut, didn't he? I thought I loved him, Alan Hansen on Match of the Day, saying that one of the world's best players, one of the world's <laughs> best African players ever, that he could oh he put one over the bar, oh, well he can't score from twenty five yards. Oh well he can't lost his left foot either. He's yeah. like, Who are you, Hansen? I'm glad you're retiring. <laughs> Go yeah, away, on, on, on Sky Sports, BB, um, Jamie Redknapp said he'd lost the right the um, right to be taken seriously when he moved to Russia. Jesus if that's the case, when did you lose that right, Jamie? <laughs> when you got relegated with your dad, Jamie, and <laughs> fired in a strop. Shut up, Redknapp. They're all the same, those Redknapps. <laughs> What's happened to Fernando Torres? <sighs> what do you mean? He's hor- like horrendous footballer. He, he just looks like a complete shell, doesn't he, of the player he used to be. It's like he's they've just taken all the football ability out of him and then just put him on the football field. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> His first touch is almost as bad as Ricky Lambert. <laughs> I, I said this all, all last season about Torres. He's a pudding. He's, he's a liability. Chelsea he's, must be really annoyed that they sent their best striker out on loan to the team they just lost to. Yeah. <laughs> must be quite great then. <laughs> One thing, well, a couple of things stood out for me in this match as well is that just just going back to the Naismith goal as well is he he could have messed that up quite easily and a lot I think a lot of strikers would have done, but it's just how don't constru- call him a striker. <laughs> well, no, sorry. In I think uh, an HP would have cocked it up. Um, <laughs> Just how constrained he was and how well controlled. He just waited, 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 right, bang. Mm. You know, it didn't rush it. It was brilliant. But perhaps most importantly for me is, is it just me who's thinking that Jose Mourinho is looking more and more like a PE teacher now? <laughs> With the, the jumper and the pullover underneath the suit. You know, the PE teachers who also do geography. <laughs> you know, those guys. He's lost his swag. Yeah. He's losing the special ability. Well, he came back this season as the happy one. I'm sure he's not the happy one at the minute. Is it, what I think is funny they pointed out a match of the day is that if he, they won that game, they'd be top of the table right now. Mm. But they lost the game, so it's the worst start since Abramovich took over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Fine margins. In crisis now, yeah. <laughs> Um, the rest of the Premier League games was Hull drew with Cardiff 1-0 Fulham drew with West Brom 1-0 the, oh, how, how unlucky were Fulham? Did they score? Three disallowed goals yeah. Three disallowed goals and hit the crossbar 
I mean, they were all disallowed correctly, but some of them, by two of them, by very fine margins. Mm. Um, uh, and then concede in stoppage time as well. Yeah, haven't scored all season. <laughs> Uh, here's a headline for you, Adam. The visitors, West Brom, rarely threatened, despite six minutes striker Victor Anachebi being handed his debut. <laughs> it's a shock. They've, they've gone with striker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve, uh, Scott Sinclair still sitting on the bench, just at West Brom's bench now rather than Man City's. That's a cracking move. It's a nice change of scenery for him. <laughs> I wonder if the seats are as comfortable. <laughs> um, Newcastle beat Villa away. Quite a good win for Newcastle, that. Hassan Ben Arfa, quality. He's one in five, his five gamers of the season. Mm. One down. <laughs> Chalk him off. He's a bit, he's, yeah. Villa had a good start, they beat Arsenal. Um, they haven't got picked up a point since then. And on, on Just, just quickly on, on Newcastle as well. Can I just confirm, Hassan Ben Arfa obviously got the two goals. Mm-hmm. I got is one. He left-footed. Uh, so, so one and the assist. Is the he other. left-footed? Maybe. Because he hit both of th- because I think I think so. Yeah. Because he's left-footed and he was coming in from the right wing and cutting in. Mm. Okay. Now this may surprise you. I'm no major footballer, right? But even when I'm playing five aside or eleven aside or whatever, if you know someone can only play with their left foot. Yeah, you and you're in that position, you send him down the wing. Yeah. Right? So you, it doesn't matter. Let him cross with his right. Let him cross with his right. Five times, seven times out of ten, he's going to mess it up. But all the time, Villa were letting him cut in, cut in onto his favoured foot. And, and that was the result. I, I would think that, you know, if you had half-decent left-backs, if Villa had half-decent left-backs like, you know, a Leighton Baines or an Ashley Cole... You know, you'd have taken Ben Alpha out of the game from doing that sort of stuff. Um, mm. So I know that Ben Alpha got the plaudits, but I don't know whether it's because he's so great or because Villa were just inept, not not playing very well. <laughs> no, they're not playing very well. I don't think. I think everyone got a bit excited after that win at Arsenal in the first play. Uh, and then today's Premier League game was a thrilling nil-nil draw at St Mary's. Super Sunday. Super Sunday. Uh, nil nil West Ham. Two nil nils. Yeah. Don't forget Brighton Reading was nil nil before that as well. <laughs> there was a Super Sunday. There was a fantastic chant during this game from the West Ham fans saying your stadium's too big for you in a vastly undersold away end as well. Uh, this, it's not like it's a long journey either. No, and there's some team that are about to move to a massive Olympic stadium that they're not gonna fill week in, week out either. They're also singing Are You Millwall in Disguise? But they weren't beating them. <laughs> There's only one Stevie Lomas as well. <laughs> oh, so much they're loving this, James. Yeah, well. All right, let's move on to that then. That's Premier League rounded up. Championship uh, is it's gone massively wrong for Steve Lomas at Millwall. It went wrong the moment he signed. <laughs> um, A five-one defeat at home. Yeah. To Derby County. <laughs> yeah. What does that feel like? It was it. It's um, it doesn't sound good at all. Do it's it's just everything's wrong. Apparently, I mean, we've got all the, we've got the strongest team we've had since two thousand and four, mm. um, and they're playing the worst football than we were playing in League One. Tactics are just just all wrong. 
Can I get your, your thoughts on this comment from Steve Lomas? Some of the chants heading my way are understandable. It's not just in my time, though. They've had long, drawn-out misery for the last six, seven, eight months. So he's trying to... Yeah, yeah, long, drawn-out misery. That's right. Uh, staying in the championship, <laughs> FA Cup semi-final. You know, it's been terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Safety safety, and uh, FA Cup semi-finals are long, drawn-out misery. It, it, was, it was horrendous. But um, not winning one game so far this season. Um, yeah. Out of a Capital One Cup. Um, Red, 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 red cards for Shane Lowry as well. We've, we've been playing, yeah, red cards red card for Lowry and, and Dunn as well the other week. Mm. Um, and the top all actually signed for Lowry as well. I heard, I, I read a tweet, I can't remember it, I should have favourited it and read it out, but um, it was a quote from Berylson. It said something about, it went along the lines of, we didn't, weren't looking for a tactician, we were looking for someone to get the players going or someone to liven up the football or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what? We tried this Have last I just year read? with Warnock and that ended fantastically. Yeah, I think we should move on to another game anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk about it that much. Just one thing for me, James. I saw the highlights and what I thought is that Millwall just stood off the Derby attacks. It just allowed them too much space and it was it was like a case of Go on, have a shot then, have a shot. And Derby said, okay then. <laughs> it was like, goal, another goal from long distance. Mm. Way outside the penalty box. Um, but th- there was one uh, thing that I did notice, James. There, there was, at one point, there was this guy, he was in this black puffer jacket. Um, it just sort of nudged Nigel Clough and then <laughs> ran onto the pitch and he managed to negotiate himself from one side all the way to the other, got round all the players, and then when a steward tried to get him, he gave him the eyes, got round him as well. <laughs> and I thought, hey, hey, you know, this guy... Sign him potential up. Potential skills Sign here. him up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, uh, the ball fella in the puffer jacket. That's the one. Yeah, that's who we need to get round the defenders. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously not the nicest of scenes at... Uh, there, obviously, it's not with our name as well. It's, mm. it's, we've we've had a bit of a battering on on social networks, but um, that which I've I've grown to ignore anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, it's. I think you think you got these fans with with a of a manager of his history, who's it seems to be tearing the club apart at the moment mm. in terms of football. You know, you're gonna get what you. You don't want to expect it, but you do think it's gonna it's gonna get more and more hostile every game if he stays. Yeah, especially with Charlton coming up and Leeds. <laughs> I mean, we lose to Charlton and Leeds, and we'll have it. You know, you'll get all the Charlton and Leeds fans absolutely ripping into the Millwall fans. You can't see it being pretty. I can't see it being pretty, but I hope I hope nothing happens. Yeah, you've got top of the table. I, I think he need, he does need to go. You've got top of the table Blackpool next on Tuesday night, and then uh, away at Charlton, and then at home to Leeds. That's a yeah. <laughs> Mm. Anyway, Blackpool. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Blackpool, unbelievably at the top of the table. Um, Paul Lintz threw a bottle at and hit a female supporter yesterday. Did anyone see that? Yep. <laughs> he uh, he refused to do any TV interviews afterwards. He got sent off for it. Oh, he's, um, he's such a twat. I hate Paul Lintz. I don't know why. And he sent his number two out, um, who tried to make excuses for him. I, I think he'd sort of either thrown or kicked a water bottle at the hoardings. Mm in inverted commas, 
which completely missed the hoardings but hit the female fan. <laughs> a bit like his passing. Um, and so he he got sent off. Um, but yeah, yeah, Blackpool, yeah, that's a prize package. I don't think they'll last up there though. God, I hope not. Um, another goal for Lewis Graben. Absolute goal machine this season. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Smashing him in. Uh, Greg, you tipped Bolton to be uh, promoted this year. Yeah, they're doing too well, are they? Two, two points from six two games. Six games. They lost to us yesterday. What is going on, Doogie? <laughs> Come on. They lost to a Luke Varney goal yesterday. I feel that you can't get much lower, <laughs> really. Van Dog on fire. But Colin, uh, a Varney goal, no yellow cards and a clean sheet. Brian McDermott's doing something right, isn't he? It's, I've, I've supported Leeds since the 80s and what I'm seeing is something that I haven't seen before and before I've seen su- su- to some level success <laughs> I've, I've seen some good football under David O'Leary and Howard Wilkinson but but this is slightly different it's um, it's sort of a team that sort of just is resilient and just not conceding it reminds me of George of, Graham era it is a little it is yes it is um it's, it's too early to predict anything. But um, I, I think that perhaps Leeds have found themselves in a situation now where they've got a setup that is sort of working. Mm. Um, and it's probably too late now to start really sort of revolutionising and, and changing things, such as introducing wingers, which we don't have. Um, but what Leeds are crying out for is a top goal scorer, a goal machine. You know, someone like, you know, previously we've had Beckford, then we had Becchio. Now we haven't got. Now we've got Noel Hunt. Um, you know, it's if Leeds could fill that gap, then hey, who knows where they could end up? Well, it's very disrespectful to uh, Van Dog. There. <laughs> he, he's he's going he's gonna to chip in, isn't he? He's he's one of the. He's going to chip in. Ross McCormack's going to chip in. Noel Hunt isn't going to chip in, <laughs> but he's still going to get played. Um, so, um, yeah, there's a. An opportunity there for a new player, I think. Yeah, if maybe something can be done at the lower windows. That that Becchio fella, he's he's not even on the bench for Norwich anymore. I don't so. think he even knows he's moved clubs. I think he just thinks he's training somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't actually play football anymore. Um, Wigan lost away to Leicester two 0 David Nugent with a penalty after Scott Carson tried to put him off. Did anyone see this? Scott Carson standing right in the right hand side of his goal, and then moved back into the middle as Nugent started his run-up and then dived the wrong way, and Nugent just smashed it where he was standing. <laughs> <laughs> that teacher. Don't mess with the Nuge. But Leicester are looking good so far this season. They're up in fourth place. Um, Forest are in third. They had a, a late win at Barnsley. Quite a good game. There was an absolutely cracking goal in this game. and uh, th- Yeah, and this is I would say Thank this is the goal of the weekend. Mm. An amazing free kick. Yeah. As soon as he hit it, it was going straight in the goal. Unbelievable. Mm. Um, and QPR won. They're joint top of the table. They won 1-0. They're not being very um, adventurous this season, but they're winning. That's all you can ask for, really. Charlie Austin finally got his first goal in uh, 10 games. as his longest dry spell as a professional footballer. It, it could be perhaps embarrassing and perhaps terrifying when QPR actually kick in mm. so I think they're, they're just sort of in second gear at the moment yeah uh, shot down to League 1 
Uh, Coventry are off the bottom and out of the relegation zone. Uh, four points. What they, who they've put in the bottom four, I think, is more <laughs> important. They've put Sheffield United. Yes, this is amazing. Now twenty first. Yeah. Just above Bristol City. <laughs> yeah, Bristol City. Obviously, they sold a lot, a lot of good players in the summer, but they should be yeah, doing they've better. They've still got quality. They've, they've still got Sam Bulldog. Yeah, haven't they? That's Jet as well, not the ex gladiator. I mean, Joe Emmanuel Thomas. Um, but yeah, Sheffield United four points in seven games. It's not gone well for David Weir so far. Haven't they got a new uh, Saudi prince though? He's not really a proper prince. He just owns a paper factory. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Paper. I'm trying to think what he yeah. owned earlier. <laughs> I had on another podcast. They called him the uh, what the Saudi David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that he said he was going to give. Um, David with twenty million to spend mm. the day after the transfer window closed. Yeah. That's that's great. That's typical foreign ownership. That is right there. In a nutshell. Uh, so down to League Two. Pompey got a win. Won a game. Up into thirteenth place. Still couldn't keep a clean sheet or eleven players in the <laughs> We were sent off this time. But we're working on that. It was Yasin Mutkil this time. Ah, another defender. Yeah, he's um he's he's got. A bit of a screw loose, so, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> Always good to have those sort of players. This is this has been coming for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, you two went up in the last minute. Why not kick someone? <laughs> so this is when we were two 0 up, and then that's why. Yeah, ten minutes left, and then he kicks someone, gets sent off, and then we we managed to hold out. <laughs> uh, Chesterfield still top of the table, 19 points from seven games. They're doing. They've got some. Good players. Doing really well, yeah. They took us to the limit Gary in the Roberts. League Cup as well. Gary Roberts is far too good for PC. Mm. Um, Oxford dropped points away at Cheltenham, but um, amazing scenes that Dave Kitson scored a goal in a 2 2 draw. And He's one of three this season. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, can you tell us what happened in the uh, Newport Morecambe game? Uh, the Tom Naylor game. The Tom Naylor game, as it's now been Christmas. Yeah, well. It's a, it was a good debut. There, uh, Tom Naylor comes on loan from Derby to Newport, uh, scores a quite unlucky own goal to start off with, a sort of deflection from a cross that he's trying to clear. Yeah. Then in the second half, he scores another own goal. <laughs> just tries to head it back to his keeper, who's not there. <laughs> and then, just to make it worse, he goes and gives away a penalty that they score... And win three two, <laughs> so he's responsible for all three of the Morecambe goals. So, well done, well done, Tom Naylor. <laughs> Just missing that red card that would have topped his game off beautifully. He did get substituted though. Oh. which More- Morecambe's official Twitter like. <laughs> yeah, just to stop him from causing any more chaos, I'd imagine. Uh, okay, that's England done. Let's round up some European leagues and let's start with the closest to us, Scotland. Colin? Well, Ross, um, the big story in the Scottish Premiership is that the Terry Butcher-managed locomotive train that is Inverness Cali Thistle uh, continues to thrill. Their 2-1 win in front of 3,000 fans at Kilmarnock means that they remain unbeaten in their start to the campaign with five wins and one draw which have to remember was against Celtic. Uh, that means that they remain top of the pops with 16 points. One name to highlight is their striker, Billy Mackay, 
who has now hit six goals in six games, and surely his form will mean that he will soon be appearing on the radar of a number of championship teams south of the border. Mm. You think so? Uh, moving on to second-place team, Celtic. Uh, Celtic did what Celtic do and crushed a, a hapless Hearts 3-1 at Tyneside. Transfer signing, Timu Puki scored on his debut and he will be giving Neil Lennon a decision to be made in who starts up front in uh, Wednesday's crunch game in the Champions League against AC Milan at the San Siro. But they're shaking. Good luck. But they're shaking in their boots. <laughs> yeah. Good, uh, good luck there, Celtic. Um, <laughs> You never know. Maybe the uh, the Ars- uh, the uh, the Elvis, the guy who beat up the Elvis impersonator, uh, Anthony Stokes. Maybe he could do the damage against AC Milan. Uh, moving on to Motherwell, they secured uh, an arrow win against Saint Mirren, which allowed them to remain in third place. And that result also means that Saint Mirren remain on just the one point. But the game of the goals came at Firhill, where Partick Thistle were comprehensively beaten three nil by Aberdeen Hearts remain in the one relegation spot at the bottom of the table on minus 8 points leaving them 9 points behind their nearest competitor and that concludes the Scottish Premiership Roundup Thank you very much Uh, Let's go to Adam next Let's uh, hear what's happening in Spain Right, so um, (coughs) the beginning of the week we had Four teams, all still with a, a perfect record in Spain, haven't won every game they played. That was um, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Villarreal. Uh, Atletico Madrid were the first game to kick off at the weekend. They won four-two um, against Armenia, carrying on their record um, and stretching their lead at the going top of the table. So um, next up were Barcelona, mm. um, and it was nearly nearly first blood <laughs> against them because uh, they took a two-goal lead but um, some diabolical referee calling kept the minute really because there was a, a they conceded a, a goal at a 1-0 and there was absolutely nothing wrong well w- would have made it 1-0 and there was absolutely nothing wrong with it really it's just a near post header <laughs> no one really appealed but the referee found some reason to disallow it <laughs> um, but still with, with all of that they they um they still conceded at set pieces, ended up um, at two all, conceded in the pretty much the last minute. And um, as as the game carried on, Leo Messi steps up in the ninety second minute, I believe it was, and um, set up an effort that Alexis Sanchez put away to help keep them in the game. Well, keep them in the in the title race because as soon as you lose a game, <laughs> yeah. it's, pre- it's pretty much over. Um, so the next up it was Real Madrid, and um, they unveiled their new their new signing, mm. superstar Gareth Bale. I can't, so, I can't um, get over Comic Comic Sans font on a football shirt. I can't get over how how expensive this Real Madrid team was. The, if you think that Mod, how much money just like Luka Modric cost, yeah, it was the, a ridiculously assembled team with no fullbacks. <laughs> it was it was bizarre and. Their defending was almost as sh- was well more shambolic than than that of um, Barcelona earlier, <laughs> and um, they went one 0 down against Villarreal. So it was a- it-, it was actually the um, the battle of the perfect record. So one of them was always going to go. Yeah. This weekend, so um, they went one 0 down, 
Uh, Bale stepped up in to score a tap in to to make it one all, and then um, Cristiano Ronaldo. So just 164 million pounds for the, <laughs> the two goal scorers bargain made it two one. And at that point, there was a, a moment when you thought they were going to run away with it, but Villarreal just kept on going, scored scored a late equaliser, and they were really good value for their for their goal. So then. Is that Gio Dos Santos got the equaliser? Former Tottenham. Yep. Giovanni Dos Santos, yeah, he's the one. Really good to see him playing at a high, a high level. I thought he was always a talent. Yeah, he never got through for Barcelona or Spurs, did he? No. And um, so, yeah, that was that was uh, two perfect records ended up going in the end. <laughs> and um, in the, the other game of note would um, be Malaga, who played today. And they had a thumping 5 0 win. Wow. So there's life after Isco. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Um, Osasuna lost 2 0 to, 2 1 to Katafe today as well, so they're still yet to pick up a point. <laughs> oh, well, it'll come eventually, boys. Keep going. Uh, thanks very much. I'm going to let you know what's been happening in Italy. Uh, there was the derby of Italy this weekend, which finished in a 1 0 draw, Juve and uh, Inter Milan. Um, Napoli had a good win and they've now jumped to the top of the table. They beat uh, Atalanta 2-0. Um, bad news for Fiorentina though as uh, Mario Gomez is uh, out with an injury. Um, they said it could be five to six weeks uh, which could put a dampener on their early season um, early season form. Well, they looked, I, I watched their game today. They, they, they looked really good. Yeah. They, were, they were unlucky. Uh, Giuseppe Rossi looked Sharp. Yeah, I mean he's a good striker, isn't he, on his own? But you're always going to miss someone as good as Gomez. Um, AC Milan got a, a very late equaliser. It was uh, away at Torino, which is uh, definitely a game you think they should be winning. Really, uh, Balotelli with a penalty in the 96th minute. That was after Solimentari had pulled one back for them in the 88th minute. So. Massively outplayed. Uh, Baratelli missed a, a guilt-head chance as well, so when they were still trying to fight back into the game. Uh, Kaka came on for his, uh, his second debut. That's always nice to see. I'd like to see him back at AC, it's very good. He had the same squad number as well, that's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if a player had that before. Well, he just took it off him, like... Um... That's what Skull should have done when he came back. He should have just told Ashley Young to fuck off. <laughs> and uh, Colin informed me of a story yesterday. Uh, Colin, do you want to tell us what happened here? A goalkeeper in a tree. Yes, Ross. Well, there were strange scenes at uh, Sampdoria's training ground um, because uh, a guy called Luca de Pra, who is uh, one of their youth team coaches, yeah, was was found hiding in a bush um, at Sampdoria's training ground ahead of the uh, the derby match. Um, now he was chased off um, by Sampdoria, um, and they found him hiding behind a tree. And he was dressed up in full militia outfit. <laughs> the the best. The best part of the story is is the comments that Sampdoria made. They, t- they took it very well, to be fair. Um, Sampdoria said, and I quote, 
that the derby is a question of nerve, tactics and strategy we already knew. But frankly, we could never expect that it could turn into a scene of espionage. <laughs> like Rambo, hidden amongst the branches on the hill, Luca Dupra, Genoa goalkeeping coach and man of noble footballing ancestry, failed to overcome Sampdoria's intelligence and counterintelligence operations. <laughs> a fucking Bond film. However, no prisoners were taken and no blood was shed. Once tracked down and caught red-handed, the opposing side soldier was let free to return to base. You should always forgive your enemies as nothing annoys them more. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks. Uh, Greg, what's been happening in the right. Bundesliga? I'll keep it quick. All the teams you'd expect to win, they won. <laughs> um, Borussia Dortmund, they kept up their 100% record. They hammered, absolutely hammered Hamburg um, 6-2. Bamiang and Lewandowski, both with braces. Um, Who else scored? Yeah. Who else scored? Uh, <laughs> the Armenian. Yeah, I'd like to know his name. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Isn't the Armenian a hitman in one of the uh, Bourne films? Just the Armenian. That's, what, that's his nickname. That's what they call him. Is that as he's affectionately known? The Armenian. Yeah. Is that what he's got on the back of his shirt? Yeah. <laughs> the one that almost signed for Liverpool. Uh, any other surprise results? Uh, no surprises. Uh, Bayern Munich uh, in second after Manjukic and Ribery gave them a 2 0 win over Hanover. Uh, by Leverkusen beat Wolfsburg 3-1. Sydney Sam um, scored and Kiesling got two with Luis Gustavo being sent off for the away side. Elsewhere, Schalke was starting to get their season together with a debut goal for Kevin Prince-Botang in a 1-0 win away at Maine. Oh, thank you very much. Um, let's try to take two of the French league roundup. Monaco went up top of the league um, this, uh, today. They beat Lorient 1-0. Um, St. Eschian were top for a while yesterday as they they beat Valenciennes away. T- um, they were they beat Valenciennes three <laughs> one away. Uh, Lille uh, lost two nil to to Nice. <laughs> um, so at the moment, Sochov find themselves bottom of the bottom of the league with only two points and to lose just above them with three. Um, other standout results include the 3-2 win for Evian Fournon-Gallier. <laughs> they beat AC Ajaxico 3-2 away. They find themselves now 10th in the league. Thank you very much. Um, right, OK, thanks, James. And now, Tom, with your random league roundup, where are you taking us this week? Uh, I'm going to take you to the Eredivisie Ooh. in Holland. I was going to round it up, right? but then I found out the league is ridiculously complicated and I didn't even look at the game I'm going to half a job <laughs> I can tell you that currently FC's Zvola are top of the league wow okay. there we go <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah I'm going to try and run through the format of this league right okay it looks it looks quite simple I think 18 teams they all play each other twice yeah top team standard wins it league league. Yeah, standard league top format team wins it bottom team gets relegated yeah uh, starts off getting a bit complicated with the European qualification. <laughs> the first winner winner gets in the group stages of the Champions League, and the second team gets uh, 
in the qualifiers. Right. Third and fourth get Europa League qualifiers. Then they have a playoff. The team that fifth plays the team that are eighth, and the team that are sixth plays the team that finished seventh. <laughs> and then the winners of those two games play each other for the last remaining qualification spot. <laughs> That's the simple bit of the. Uh, I like it already. Now, now this is where it gets complicated. The relegation slash promotion nonsense. <laughs> right. I took so long to look this up. I I read five minutes of a page, then realised it was about the uh, Dutch ice hockey league. <laughs> and then I'm, I looked. I, at, I've lost confidence I, in the research. <laughs> and then I found another like a sort of format description of it, and I was trying to make sense of it. And then at the top, I said, I, I saw uh, this page has been translated from Chinese to English. <laughs> so it doesn't good. make sense. Like, score calculation. Each race winner gets three points. <laughs> negative side, no points. And the Bureau of two one points for each team returned. <laughs> Excellent. I think I can make more sense of that. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Right, there's 18 teams in the league. The bottom team gets relegated. Then the team that are 16th and 17th and the teams that are second to ninth in Division 2 go into the crazy relegation promotion playoff <laughs> competition. Right. Uh, the team that finishes top of Div 2 get promoted automatically. Uh, the first, there's three playoff rounds. Uh, starts off, playoff round one, Div 2. Uh, sixth versus ninth and seventh versus eighth. That's playoff round one. They play two legs against each other. Then playoff round two is the winners of those two games play against the teams that finish 16th and 17th in Div 1 <laughs> in two legs. And in Div 2, the teams that finish second play a team that finishes fifth. And the team that finishes third play a team that finishes fourth. Is anyone following? <laughs> You've blown my yeah, mind. I, I, I've got you. Yeah, I've got yeah. <laughs> And then in the final playoff round three the uh, winners of the division one versus division two team playoff uh, they play the winners of the second to fifth team in the division two winners playoff Christ. the second to fifth you mean the sixth <laughs> no the team the two three four and five in div two they play each other well the team that wins that they get to play the, it's, I told you it was complicated but this is ice hockey. <laughs> it might as well be. It's <laughs> the extreme version of the NFL playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's no more or less complicated than in Scotland where the league splits in half. No. I've got an idea for them. Why don't they just they put four something. teams up and four teams down? It's crazy. It would make a lot of sense. Considering last season in the Dutch league, yeah, it was, it was reasonably fair in the top league. The team that finished bottom got relegated and the team that finished second bottom got relegated. Yeah. But... The team that and the team that won Div Two went up, and the team that finished sixth got promoted. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> so you, in theory, you could have the team that won Div Two going up with the team that finished ninth. And this, this, this the That's league. Where last, it's the no. This last year there were sixteen teams in that league, oh my so you could finish bottom half and get promoted. <laughs> what a stupid league! Right, I'm loading up FIFA uh, FM after this and playing some Dutch football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, thanks Tom. <laughs> I look forward to what you bring us next week. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now on to something uh, a bit less complicated, our betting corner. 
Adam, for the sixth successive week, one t- one team has let you No, play. no, it's five and six. Oh, five and six. <laughs> that makes it all better. Um, and Greg, you lost by one game as well this week in the very generous bet that um, Colin put on for you last week. Not generous enough. <laughs> Not quite, no. Uh, it was Watford as well that let you down, so... They let me down for real money as well. Oh, bastards. Um, unfortunately, James Palace didn't win, sorry. And um, Lambert didn't score for England for you, Tom, either. So. No winners for us uh, this week. We'll start from the top. So, Greg, you're on plus 30. What have you got for us? This week, I've gone for a treble. I've got PSG to win away at Olympiacos on Tuesday night. I've got AC Man to beat Celtic on Wednesday night. And Wickham to beat York on Saturday. And £10 returns £50.91. Thank you very much. Uh, Colin, you're in second place on plus nine. Yeah, last week uh, I also got let down by one team. Oh, you did, yeah. Uh, Sterling Albion. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks to those guys. Uh, they lost me 148 quid. <laughs> so um, everything else came in, apart from them. That is unfortunate. Got beat at home 2 0 to Annan Athletic. Who'd have thought? <laughs> so I've gone a little bit, uh, a little bit more conservative this time round. Yeah. Uh, just the six games uh, <laughs> this time. Starting in the Europa League, I've gone for Standard to beat Esberg, Spurs to beat Tromso, Fiorentina to beat Pacos Ferreira. In the Scottish Premiership, I've gone for Celtic to beat St Johnston. In the Scottish League One, I've gone for Rangers to beat Forfar. And last but not least, La Liga. I've gone for Barcelona to beat Rayo Vallenco. Vallecano, sorry. <laughs> One of them. And what's the return for that? Uh, it's £10 returns, £45.84. Thank you very much. Um, I'm sitting in third place on minus 10. Uh, so I'm just going for a double this week. I'm going for Blackpool to continue their early season form and beat Millwall on Tuesday night. Sorry, James. <laughs> I mean, that, that'll make me want to win, though. So, yeah. <laughs> more, more losses, maybe maybe Lomas will go. <laughs> Actually go. And also, uh, Forrest to beat Millsborough at home. Uh, £10 returns the rather nice £40 on that. Uh, Tom, you're in fourth on minus 23 now. What have you got for us? Uh, yeah, I've got a five-game accumulator for the Champions League midweek. Uh, from Tuesday and Wednesday, I've got all home wins for... Uh, Bayern Munich against CSK Moscow, Man United against Leverkusen, Barcelona against Ajax, Chelsea against Basel, and AC Milan to beat Celtic, and £10 returns 46. Thank you very much. Um, alphabetically, Adam, you're not last, you're just above James there on minus 60, so what have you got? Um, I've gone for all games in Europe. So I've gone for PSG to beat Olympiacos, yep. Man City to beat Pleasant, Pleasant, yeah. someone, uh, Arsenal to beat Marseille, Chelsea to beat Basel, uh, Porto to beat Vienna, and Tottenham to beat Tromso. Tromso, yeah. Uh, and my £10 returns £160.40. Excellent, thank you very much. And James? Yeah, so as we know, I, I decided to, to uh, shift the, the trebles. <laughs> And so this week I've gone for a Bournemouth, Huddersfield and Ipswich draw treble. Uh, £10 will win me £416.16. Good luck. Does anyone fancy a quiz? Good, because it's time for ballers. Football's biggest conversation. 
welcomes football's biggest quiz. It's Ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. In the Super Showdown, the man of the post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. Okay, and welcome to Ballers this week. We have the full array of the Man on the Post team with us. And as always, the team will have to work in the Super Showdown in the second round to answer one particular question. But first, as always, is the Rapid Fire round. And again, we're going to go alphabetically. So that will mean we'll be going through the order Adam, then Greg, then James, and then Tom. Okay, straightforward enough. Um, as it currently stands, I think it's 4-2 to me, so a little bit of catch-up work for the, the team to do. We're going to have three minutes on the clock for the rapid-fire round. So if you could put that in place, Producer Ross, that would be fantastic. Uh, there we go. Three minutes on the clock. And you will get uh, one point per correct answer this week mm, so all to play for <laughs> one point okay so the three minutes will start as soon as I've finished the first question the first question is to Adam so if you're ready Adam Yo. here goes Adam name four of the eight current Premier League clubs that feature a bird on their badge Liverpool yep um, uh, West Brom yeah um, throw some out there Car- Alexa. Cardiff yeah correct and Swansea correct absolutely Greg what team sorry what term did PFA chairman Clark Carlisle use this week to describe Anton and Rio Ferdinand over their non-wearing of the Kick It Out campaign shirts? Is it multiple choice? No. <laughs> uh, oh, what word should I use? It's something the uh, head of the PFA shouldn't really be saying. Uh, racist. <laughs> no, he called them shithouses. <laughs> oh, right. James, how many different nationalities have managed clubs during the Premier League era? Multiple choice. 15, 17, 19, or 21? 17. Correct. Tom, which England player reached a 100 caps milestone against Ukraine? Frank Lampard. Correct. Adam, Wayne Rooney is out of action, or was out of action, with a nasty head gash following a collision with one of his Manchester United teammates, but which one? Phil Jones. Correct. Greg, who won the 2004 European Championships? Greece. Correct. James, who is the manager of the Spanish international team? Fuck. Uh, Path. It's Vicente Del Bosque. Tom, if you add the numbers on the back of Joe Hart and Steven Gerrard's England shirts, what do you get? Oh, I don't know what number Gerrard is. Five. Correct. Adam... 
How many players did Newcastle United sign, including loans, in this transfer window? Three. Two. Oh. Olivier Kemen and Loy Kremi. Greg, which European footballer comes next in the following sequence? Puskas, Sandor Coxis, Gerd Muller, Miroslav Klose. Robbie Keane. <laughs> Correct, it is Robbie Keane, the fifth European to get 60 international goals. James, who became the first manager of the season to be sacked in the Football League this week? Oh, what's his name? That's what we're after. What's his name? Oh, no, pass, I'm not going to get it. It's Greg Abbott of Carlisle United. Yeah, of course it is. Tom. FA chairman and lover of unachievable targets, Greg Dyke, had better things to do than to go to Kiev for England's match against the Ukraine. True or false? Uh, true. It is true. He didn't bother turning up. That's <laughs> your time up. Good job, guys. <laughs> uh, you answered 12 questions and you got eight of them correct. Okay, so congratulations, guys. You've got eight to play with. Uh, the rules dictate that you can, uh, once you've decided and deliberated on your answer, you can either go eight above or eight below to give you a little bit of a buffer there. And the question I'd like you all to, to work on this week is this. There were a number of goal scorers this weekend, and Ross has chosen five of them. Oh, it's passing the back on me. They're excellent select, select, selections, Ross. Um, the five that Ross chose, and you may want to scribble these down, are Wayne Rooney, Olivier Giroud, Christian Benteke, Stephen Naismith, and Jordan Rhodes. Now, the question is this. You have to work out the number which equals the total number of goals that they have scored for their international sides at senior level. Okay, you've got 90 seconds to work on this as a team. It's Wayne Rooney, Olivier Giroud, Christian Benteke, Stephen Naismith, Jordan Rhodes. Time starts now. Should we get Naismith and Rhodes out of the way? (laughs) Well, Scotland don't score many goals. Has Naismith, have they ever scored for Scotland? I reckon they've got like two or three each. They have all scored, I'll tell you that. No, Rhodes has only played a couple of times, hasn't he? So he's yeah, probably only I got one. They, they won't have any. So should many. we say five for five for the two of them? Uh, yeah, oh. okay. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Wayne Rooney's about 40. Is it that much? Yeah. Maybe a few less than that, but he's definitely quite high up. Hey, okay, so go 40. Giroud can't have that many either, really, can he? He might reckon he has about 10. Yeah, I don't think he's got that many. But we can go, yeah, let's go 10. Benteke can't above, have... I think again, though. Benteke can't have that many either. No. So I'd say 10 again. You'd have maximum of 10, surely. And have we missed anyone? No. Rooney, Giroud, Benteke, Naismith, Rhodes. So 65, and should we, should we go above that? I reckon below. I reckon below, yeah. I reckon it's more than that. I don't reckon Rooney's got 40. I reckon 35. 20 seconds. I want to go more. <laughs> go below. James, oh. James, what do you think? Yeah, James. <laughs> um... It's on you. You're deciding. <laughs> We're going with 65. Are you choose above or below? I definitely choose below. Five seconds. Uh, <clears throat> three. Cross then. Two. Like you've been outvoted, one, Adam. 
Time up. <laughs> that was a 50-50 question. <laughs> Colin, if it's above, can I come on your team? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the answer is first. Okay, so you've gone for, what was the number, 65? Yeah. You've gone for 65, and you've gone for below, and you've got eight points. So you've got a buffer between 57 and 65 as their combined total of goals. I'll go through what the numbers are for each individual. Going highest first, it's Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney scored 36. Next, you, Adam. next is Ben Teke, <laughs> who scored six. Oh, bollocks, you've gone way too high. Giroud <laughs> and Jordan Rhodes have both scored three. Oh, and Stephen Naismith has scored two, which gives a total of 50. So, unlucky, guys. Um, you were right to go below, but... Um, yeah, you were seven out there, unfortunately. Maybe if Scotland weren't so shit, we might have won that. That's how stupid we looked if we'd gone above. Yeah. I think Adam is secretly on Colin's team. Agent, Agent Adam. So I think the scores that currently stands for us is uh, five to me and two to the man on the post team. I'll just point out, I'm the only one who remembers to use a calculator at this point, so you can (laughs) criticise me all you want, but... I was writing it down. (laughs) Yeah, Tom's been on countdown. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I gave you one big one and four from everywhere else. No, they needed six. They needed one more player. Oh, I'll, I'll remember that for next time. I don't watch Gandalf. Had Steven Gerrard's goals in there, I got close. So thanks, guys, for your participation this week in Ballers, and we'll see you again next week. You are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, so with Colin's fifth win in Ballers, that brings an end to this week's podcast. Um, I'd like to direct you all over to iTunes if you're not currently downloading the podcast from there then um, why not it's the best place to get podcasts from Uh, if you do get it from iTunes make sure you leave us a a rate and review and Colin will uh, send you out a Man of the Post fridge magnet yep with every five star review there's a guaranteed fridge magnet that's that's a Man of the Post guarantee that's an offer that no other podcast can offer you either because Colin's got all the magnets they can they could buy loads (laughs) and I'm sure you'd be happy for that, Ross. Actually, <laughs> if I'm... they wouldn't get a handwritten message from Colin. Though. No, these fridge magnets are not available in the shops. <laughs> there's a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just want to take a second to publicise some other podcasts. I'm on a wrestling one every month that reviews the pay per views. That's called Ring the Bell. That's on iTunes, and I do a fortnightly video game one called uh, Ready Player Two. Uh, you can find that on iTunes under Ready Player 2, shockingly enough. Um, that's pretty much all for this week, unless anyone's got anything else they want to plug. I'll assume silence means no. So, uh, it's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye from Greg. See you there. Goodbye from James. Bye. And goodbye from Adam. See ya. And it's goodbye from me, and always my best. Keep your man on the post.
James. Bonjour. Let's talk French. Je suis de retour avec round de Ligue 1. Saint Etienne um, went top for for a bit. Yeah. Uh, as with their um, with their three one victory at Valenciennes. Now <laughs> <laughs> do. Um, as Marseille were held to uh, held by Toulouse on on Saturday. Um, Uh, uh, Marseille had to come back from behind to snatch point. Uh, the, the table at the moment, I've, I've just lost my table, which is really annoying. <laughs> uh, um, Monaco are top. Monaco, yeah, that's uh, Monaco went top today. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Solskjaer, poor start to the season continues. They lost to uh, Nantes. Yeah, f- two points for five games for them. Yeah, it's, it's uh, almost, almost, almost on our record, <laughs> or ours and, Be- uh, and Bolton's record. Yeah. Um, Paris Saint Germain, they uh... <laughs> <laughs> you laughing, Greg? <laughs> this has not gone well. <laughs> they, they beat Bordeaux two 0 <laughs> They beat Bordeaux two 0 I've lost my fucking table. <laughs> That's right. I can see that making into one of Colin's mixes. <laughs> I've lost my fucking table. I've lost my fucking table. Cut that out. Can I start again? Yeah, go on. But where's my... I had... Because I'm looking at two different things. You gave me that one and I had my... All oh, right, just ignore the one, one I did then. Où est le crib sheet? Should we speak German and then come back to French? Yeah. All right. Have you still not got it? I, I'm, I can't, why, why can't I? I had it earlier. <laughs> All right. I've got it up. Leagues and competitions. Europe. How hard is it to upload the BBC Sport website? Of Liege One, it's almost like fucking cracking into Vinci. <laughs> um. European football. I don't want it. Yeah. Well, they have not updated it. Sky has the table on Sky Sports. BBC haven't updated it. They've still got Saint Etienne top. <laughs> Now Monaco. Yeah, but I want the page of Le- the results page. Fucking. Ronaldo agrees new Real Madrid. Oh, oh, here we go. Yep. Paid more money than Messi. Fourteen point two five million a year. Jesus Christ. Okay, come on, James. Mm. <laughs> I don't think he's there yet. Oh, here we go. Here we go. French leads one. Thank you. Result. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's Austrian. You fucking. <laughs> Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Right, right. what I'm saying is, James, is in this time you've done this, I've looked it up. <laughs> right. Um, you've got... You um... like, like a line or something. Go. Uh, you know what I think's happened here? I think, like, I think some of, like, James's friends have listened. <laughs> and they heard him doing all the really good French and they've made fun of him. He's like, no, mate, no, mate. No, I can't no, speak any I'm fucking French. I've no family. <laughs> but Belfontaine's English, mate. Yeah? Oh, geezer. <laughs> no, that's far, Mark. Every time someone says, though, so what, are you French then? I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Do I sound it? Uh... <laughs>